Hello everybody, it's a new day. Make way for the positive day. Oh, what a new day. Get ready for a little bit of creative work. Because so far, we've analyzed all the different areas of our life. We've hopefully identified the one area that we want to change the most of our lives and of our connection to Hashem. And now comes the creative part. We need to find a small habit that can bring us to that change that we want to see in our lives. So give yourself a bit of time to get into it. I'd recommend half hour to an hour of just creative time where you can flow into it, where you can just have a creative think. I always recommend grabbing a cup of coffee, caffeinating the mind. <laughs> uh, if you're here in Sydney, definitely skittling, single or the pitted bean. And if you're in America, you probably don't have any great coffee options, but you can always go to Starbucks to get a mediocre, at most, coffee. So I've attached step number three, which is our assignment for today, which is finding that small but significant daily habit that we can implement into our lives and basically just go through the question, what is a small daily habit that I can implement into my life that would help me see the change I want to make in the first area I want to improve? and this change that I want to make into second area I want to improve. Now, hopefully we're only going to work on one area at a time. First, starting with our relationship with Hashem, because that's the avoda, that's the work of Elo, and then working on our overall life. And I believe that the two should really go hand in hand, because when you're working on your relationship with Hashem, you also want to see that increase in your overall life, because the totality of both those things together with your avoda Hashem and getting an upgrade in both those areas simultaneously, I believe is the recipe for atomic vitality and energy and excitement in your Avodah Hashem. And that's gonna motivate you all the more so. So when you upgrade your davening or your learning or your benavda machavera to a whole new level, and then let's say two weeks later, you may implement another change, which is gonna upgrade your overall life to a whole new level. So then the combination of those two gives you this extra excitement, vitality, living life to the highest, together with serving Hashem to the highest. And the combination of those two, I believe, is the recipe for living an atomic, powerful life. So take a half hour today, don't push it off till tomorrow, and look back at that change that you wanted to implement into your life in your relationship to Hashem. Also look at that change that you wanted to implement into your life to increase your overall life quality, and then break it down. What is a small, daily, manageable, non-threatening habit that I can do every single day. It'll be easy to do. It's non-threatening. I just have to remind myself every morning. And in the next step, we're going to learn how to track it and hold accountability for it every day. But find that one small daily habit that you want to implement into your life. And this is going to take a little bit of creative work. I'll give a bunch of examples of things that I've done in the past. And hopefully you'll be able to think of new ones and your own personalized small habit that is going to help you get to that change you want to see in life. Some examples of things that I've done in the past. A few years ago, I determined that if I can get a solid learning and tefillah before without being distracted by technology, then that would completely change the rhythm of my day, how I'm starting off with a powerful segment of Avodah Hashem in the morning. And I figured that I could, I could keep my phone on airplane mode until after I learned and davened. So then my davening and my learning would be on a completely different level starting first thing in the morning. And that would completely upgrade my Yiddishkeit and my connection to 
Hashem. So I challenged myself to this small habit of keeping my phone on airplane mode until after I finished davening and learning. And that's something that I still prioritize till today, three years later. And keep in mind that it's probably going to need tweaking along the way, right? Soon after committing to this habit, I realized that I needed to download my all daf daf yomi shir in order to do the learning in the morning. So I'd have to download it the night before, and then I'd have to work out the ride for the kids in the morning the night before with my wife so that I wouldn't need to turn on my phone before davening. Another example of a change that I made in past years is constant contact with Hashem. I recognized that the biggest thing lacking in my Avodah Hashem was that I didn't have this real awareness of Hashem. I wasn't constantly relating to Hashem, talking to the Ebishter, recognizing Him in creation. And so I broke it down into a small habit that I can make, which is having a two-minute awkward conversation with Hashem, just about whatever's on my mind in the morning with my coffee before I start learning outside. So I'll quickly just open up. I'll say like, hey, Hashem, this is an amazing morning. I'm so happy to be alive. I can't wait for whatever this day brings me. Please help this day bring me success, vitality, enjoyment, fulfillment. And I basically say that every morning, just a quick two-minute conversation of whatever was on my mind. And that helped me over time. I believe I did this for about six months. And that helped me develop this real awareness, this constant contact with Hashem throughout my day. Another example that I've already mentioned was valuing others. I recognized that that was the biggest thing holding me back from connecting to others. And I realized this through conversations that I was having with other people that I'd write them off right from the beginning. They'd be telling me about what's going on in their life. And I'm like, ah, what do I need to know this for? And they'd share their opinions and I'd be like, eh, nonsense. Immediately in my mind, it would basically like shut off having conversations with others. And I recognized that that I needed to start valuing other people more. So I'd have an alarm that went off every day during lunch when I'd be walking home. And it was an exercise of valuing two people, finding value in what two people were doing, whoever it was walking down the street. And every single day, that exercise of recognizing the good in two people eventually permeated into every other area of my life. So now when I'm conversing with people, wow, that person has this amazing opinion. That person is working hard uh, to support his family, to uphold his values. Look what he's putting into his community. Look at the life experience that this person has. Slowly but surely, that begins to spread throughout your subconscious, throughout your day. And the way that I started valuing other people completely shifted because of that. Another example is starting off my morning right, that I was hitting snooze far too many times, sometimes eight or 12 times I'd be hitting snooze. And if each one is five or 10 minutes, that can be like a full hour or hour and a half of your day that you've completely knocked off and spent in the upper realm. And I would grade every morning how many times I hit snooze. And slowly but surely, it became this game of trying to knock down my number as low as possible. Until today, three and a half years later, every morning when my alarm goes off, this game mode kind of turns on in my head and I'm like, oh, I don't want to get a second point or a third point. I'm going to pop out of bed. So till today in my subconscious, I'm still playing that game with myself of how low I can get my score of snoozes. Another example of something that I wanted to work on in the past is Kavana in tefillah. And I recognized that what was going awry here was that I would already start davening in my car on the way to show, I'd already be running and saying Ashrei to catch up with the minion every time I was late or saying Moda'ani and Brachos as I was already walking around making my coffee. And so I developed this habit and started grading myself 
I'm not starting to daven before I'm settled in my seat with my tefillin on. So every day I did that, check. If I didn't do that, X, right? And over time I developed this habit, okay, I gotta be in my seat with my tefillin on and then I could start davening. And I was able to start my tefillah in a place of yishuv hadas, of calmness, of presence of mind, and that made all the change in my davening. Another example is that I recognized that I wasn't living with enough joy and that if I can tap into more happiness and gratitude in my day, then I would be much more motivated in my day-to-day and I can tap into a far greater realm of Ahava Sashem. So I made it a habit of listing three things that I'm grateful for every morning. Still do that today. This is three years ago. And I have a little journal in the morning. Three things that I'm grateful for every morning. It could be this hair on my skin, the taste of the coffee, the fresh breeze, the fresh crisp air, the birds chirping, my family. I am actually in a chemotherapy and infusion center right now as we speak. And I think I'm going to go around and ask everybody what they're grateful for. We have Paul Glambars here, and he's going to share with us one thing that he's grateful for. The great care that I'm getting here. Amazing. And the gratitude that you feel, how does that affect the way you think in life? It's, it's changed my life, really, the infusions that I get. My mother was one of the people that were experimented on in Auschwitz concentration camp, and they've altered her immune system, and I inherited that. All the doctors are amazed that I'm still around and I could barely walk and I couldn't breathe and since I'm getting these infusions I'm feeling much better. I can walk and I can breathe. That's an incredible story. Thank you so much for sharing, Paul. Hello everybody, we have Ian here and he's going to share with us something that he's grateful for in his life. Extremely grateful for being here at the age of 70 years of age. I've seen some much younger people who have got longer and harder struggles than I will ever have, and I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, Ian. Very powerful. Thanks for that interlude and back to our episode. But I listed those three things that I'm grateful for every morning, and that helps me focus and recognize all the blessings that I have in my life and hopefully bring out a greater level of gratitude and joy in my day-to-day living. Another thing that I struggled with in the past was procrastination. Anytime I had work, I would sidetrack into doing something which would bring me far less productivity and effectivity. And so I would grade myself every day if I opened up other tabs while doing my work that day. And other examples, if you want to work on your relationship with your kids, so then spend the first three minutes with them fully present when you come home from work. And every day you'll be grading yourself. Did I spend the first three minutes with them fully present? If you want to work on your relationship with your spouse, maybe set an alarm every Monday and Thursday, 12 p.m., text her, hey, I'm thinking about you. And then you can grade yourself every day in your habit tracker, whether you've done that or not. So hopefully I've thrown out there quite a few ideas for you guys to think about. Now it's time to do your own work and to look at that area of your life that you want to change and develop a small daily habit that you can do. And I'll see you in the next episode where we talk about putting it into our habit tracker and setting up the system that will help us remain accountable and hopefully implement this change on the highest degree possible. So good luck finding that daily habit. And in the meantime, have a great day. Let the journey begin. Let the medicine sink in.